Y'all, when and if ever you meet a quiet guy that gives you that innocent, geeky look, run. Fucking run. My name is Inga, and let me tell you a story about a guy I met three weeks ago. I went to a housewarming party for one of my work colleagues, Emery. Emery is like my work bestie. Anyway, she and her husband bought a new home and threw a party with their close friends and family. Their beautiful home was amazing. It had a pool, a garden, and even an area for barbecuing. However, whilst at the party, Emery introduced me to her friends and family. There was one guy in particular that caught my attention. Emery had introduced us, but it was brief because her husband wanted us to help him with something in the kitchen. Honestly, I wanted to talk to him some more, since he had this enigmatic way about him. He'd come off as a guy who didn't talk much. He even seemed like he didn't want to be there, but came just to support the event. His name is Liam. Innocent, right? Liam is handsome. He has dark blonde hair and wears a six o'clock shadow beard almost all the time. He looks like an IT guy, or the type to not see any sunlight due to the nature of his job. But he's cute nonetheless. Anyway, as the day went on with light chatter and appetizers, my eyes kept drifting to him. Somehow this dude had always been in my line of vision. I even caught him staring at me. But who would give him wrong? I'm beautiful. I'm tall, tanned, and have a full head of large, untamable curls, thanks to my interracial parents. I even asked Emery about him again, and she just shook her head and said he wasn't my type. I should have listened then. And to this day, I still don't know if Emery knows what kind of guy he really is, or if she's just going based on his demeanor. Liam is Emery's husband's friend, so maybe she doesn't know all the details about him. When I'd finally gotten some alone time, I found Liam standing at the back door sipping on a glass of fruit punch. He wasn't speaking with anyone. He was just there, looking calm and casual, wearing a white cotton shirt and khakis with his hand in a pocket. This man intrigued me so much that I couldn't stop stealing glances at him. Then, out of nowhere, a woman passed and bumped into him, spilling his punch across his chest and some on her. The woman apologized so many times it became annoying to watch. I even cringed, feeling deathly sorry for him. Liam waved her off and kept brushing his white shirt with his handkerchief, as if it would magically make the shirt clean. He looked like an extra in a low-budget horror film. I shouldn't have approached him, but I felt compelled to help him. Sadly, I was born with my heart on my sleeve. I always fall victim to people who seem helpless. Besides, I found him to be easy on the eyes. I went up to him, reintroduced myself again, and told him how he could quickly get the red stains out without ruining his shirt. He seemed even more helpless and confused because he asked where he could buy peroxide. Then he proceeded to say that he might just throw out the shirt because the shirt was already ruined. So, me being myself, I tugged him through the house and told him to stay in the washroom. I fetched some cleaning stuff from Emery and returned to find him shirtless and holding the said shirt under the faucet. Let me tell you, this man was ripped. 
I got so blindsided by his masculine features that I even forgot what the hell the baking soda was for. Liam then attempted to cover himself and apologized for his indecency. What indecency? My eyes were feasting properly. The only sexy action I'd been having was through my phone screen on a porn site. But the guy in front of me at that time was not the same guy I dealt with three days ago. Indecent my ass. So anyway, I did my thing and got the stains off his shirt. He thanked me so much and then asked me out for coffee. A lunch date. I accepted, of course. I told Emery and she still insisted that he wasn't my type. But who was she to tell me that? I needed to see on my own. After the first one, Liam took me out on more lunch dates and dinners. And as usual, he hadn't been the chatty type. I was the one to do most of the talking. But he did ask some questions to get to know more about me, which was nice. Over the last three weeks of dating, Liam and I had gotten comfortable with each other. So on Saturday, three days ago, I agreed to watch a movie at his home. He had never really been to my apartment, except for when he walked me up to make sure I was safe. Him inviting me to his place was like saying he trusted me and we could make things serious. Well, that's what I was thinking. That and the fact that he said I would be the second woman to be at his home aside from his ex. Then and there, I should have asked about his ex, but I really didn't want to make it awkward. When Liam picked me up, I was surprised when I got to his home. It was a house, a good-sized house in a relatively nice neighborhood. It could even pass as a gated community. When we got inside, he showed me around. He had a nice kitchen and a small living area. The house was equipped with three bedrooms and three baths, inclusive of a guest bedroom. Apparently, he was a trust fund baby and his parents gifted him their home in their will after they passed. His mom died when he was 10 and his father last year with a heart attack. It was all sad as he explained it and I felt even more terrible for him. He was a 29-year-old guy living alone and lost his parents to sickness. At least he was sweet and caring. Liam had truly taken care of me throughout those days we dated. But I guess that's how you would fatten a pig to eat it. We had planned on watching an action movie from his subscription app, but then he changed at the last minute asking if I wanted to watch a romance. I shrugged it off because I thought he was just trying to be accommodating. He fired up the movie and then 10 minutes into it, we were making out on his couch. It was all we'd ever done. To be honest, I wished he had gone further every time he kissed me. But I thought he was just being respectful, that he didn't want to rush things. Liam had expressed so many times how much he was infatuated with me and how much he enjoyed my company. When he kissed me, I felt it. I felt his yearning, his passion. He never held back which was also why my vagina had always been soaking wet by the time I got home. I craved this man as much as he did me. But things changed between us when Liam broke the kiss and put his hand on my chest. My brain and my pussy rejoiced at the fact that he was finally taking it further. I guided his large hand over me, making him feel my chest. 
Liam had begun breathing heavily, as if all of this was new. He acted like a high schooler, nervous, sweaty, and apprehensive. Maybe I had read all of it wrong, but that was how it seemed to me. I began unbuttoning my blouse for him to see my breasts, but he stopped me. I had had a lot of built-up sexual tension from this man, so I was impatient. I wanted to fuck. I wanted to have great sex with the man in front of me and rid my vacant cunt of the cobwebs that lived there. But this man was too much. I couldn't be sex-deprived with him and have him toy with my feelings. I get that he was shy, that he didn't want to rush things, but here I was, bearing myself to him at my own will. And yet, he was stopping me. I began buttoning my clothes to leave. Wait. He had put his hand on my leg, and even something as innocent as that had me wanting him more. This man was electrifying and didn't know it. Don't go, Inga. It can't always be like this. We can't spend our relationship kissing all the time. I know. Know what? What kind of games are you on, Liam? It's like you love getting me hot and bothered, and then you shut down. You stop. Liam ran his fingers through his hair. I'm not on any games, Inga. I want you. I really want you. Then what the heck is the problem? We were in the middle of something and you stopped me. You always stop me. I... I... Fine. I get it. I took up my belongings and headed for the door. Now, as I'm sitting here on my bed, I regret pushing him. I should have just let him be. Because after that, everything changed. Liam grabbed my arm. No, don't go. Let me explain. Explain what? I... I do things. I... I really like you, Inga, and I don't want to push you away. When he said that he did things, that should have been my motherfucking clue to get up out of his place and dip. But no... My inquisitive ass kept listening and asking for more. I wanted to know why he didn't want to touch me, why he'd never gone beyond the kissing. You're only pushing me away by not being you. Liam ran his palm down his face and let out a heavy breath. I'm... I'm not like other guys. That should have been another red flag, but my thirsty ass wanted more. Everyone says that. I'm serious, Inga. Okay. I think about you all the time. Even when you're not here, you have no idea of the things I want to do to you. Hell, you can't even imagine the things I do even when you're not here, and I'm thinking about you. Then why haven't you done the things you want to do? This is bullshit, Liam. Because I'm afraid of pushing you away. I'm afraid of making you leave like my ex. See? I should have asked about that heifer, but I didn't, yet again. I'm not your ex, Liam. I'm me. Whatever you do is not going to scare me or make me leave. Had I known better, I wouldn't have said those words. Are you sure? Yes. Liam rubbed the back of his neck and sighed again. Liam, what the heck is it? He reached for my hand. Come with me. I gladly obliged because I wanted to know. I wanted to know what could possibly be keeping him from fucking me. He walked me through the hallway of his house and opened a door. I hadn't really noticed this door because it was behind a wall. But my heart began beating when the scenery changed. The door led down a staircase, and at the end of it was another door. Uh, Liam? 
Do you trust me? I'm not gonna hurt you, Inga. Yeah, but you're leading me to a basement. What the heck is down there? I should have run. This was some true crime murder shit, and I was about to be a statistic. But yet, my curiosity got the best of me. Everything I knew about Liam led me to trust him. So I went downstairs like the idiot I was. I was scared, and I was pretty sure he heard my heart through my chest. But Liam kept a firm grip on my hand so I wouldn't run. The door was black with three bolted locks. He fetched the keys from his back pockets and unlocked them one by one. Um, what the hell is this? It's me, the real me. My mouth dropped when he pushed the door. I fucking gasped. The room was dimly lit, like a witch's dungeon. It was filled with weird and awkwardly shaped contraptions. Blue lighting lit the room, making it feel like something where experiments were done. Chains hung from the ceiling, and it had a coffin propped up against a wall on the opposite side. What the fuck? You have met the end of The Shy Guy, part one. Stay tuned for the second and final part of this series. And if you haven't already, check out my website where you can donate, read, and even listen to all my podcasts. Bye.